0: quick. So I am going to follow suit here and indulge Vice to try to reduce some stress. Okay. So I think for Azul, her method is to sort of remind her, like, keep a, an eye on or not, no, no. She basically wants to visit the, the nicer parts of town and pretend that, you know, she can one day move around there freely. So okay. a bit of escapism, a bit of, you know, just getting away from the gutter for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I imagine she goes to whatever the nicer part of this island town is.
1: Yeah, there's, there there will be sort of, as you go up the hill, I think it's, it gets nicer, right? So that's how it tends to work. Yeah, yeah there's... It, there's parts of town and, and bearing in mind that the island's uh architecture is very eclectic. There are um there are definitely places in, where it's bigger and brighter looking and just nicer. Yeah. Is there somewhere she like she usually likes to go? Is there like a fountain somewhere, or there's a big house that she likes to, to gawk at, or a park?
0: I I have to imagine that there's somewhere it's gotta be somewhere. Probably heavily trafficked by people, um, possibly families, mostly just because, in my mind, Azul lost her family to a, a tragic fire in the past. Okay. Um, whether she caused it or not, she <laughs> doesn't remember.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, so trying to recapture the, um, the feeling of being part of a family, she probably goes around you know like yeah like a public square or somewhere where people frequently congregate
1: okay okay cool um it's sort of walking through it or are you like perched is is azula perched above watching down or trying to mingle and be part of the crowd like what's the
0: i think she has enough common sense to not be too visible because i'm sure she get run out by the local guard or whatever that you know okay so yeah maybe she clambers a uh, one of the buildings and sits on the roof and sort of watches people
1: okay from high up okay cool cool oh yeah and down below there's it's, it is evening so there's, there's lamps lit up and there are well-to-do folks moving around not so many families but but maybe couples out on dates or uh people coming home from work and they're all fairly well-dressed, and, and the streets are nice and clean here. Everything's very well-maintained. Yeah, very different vibe from down by the docks. Cool. Uh, go ahead and give me that stress roll. Or that indulge roll. There. Wow, look at you. Wow, that was
0: close. Nailed it. <laughs>
1: that is a five for five stress. So Azul is clear of stress. Excellent. That may come in handy later. Cool. Uh Gaston, what about you?
2: Uh that's a good question.
1: So I will remind everyone that there was a just a limp body dragged behind the Oh thing. shit. Yeah, we we're supposed to. <laughs> there's do something one now. dude, there's one dude who we sort of left up there. And there's a third one who was floating down a gutter. Last last uh, unconscious last he was seen. So but the, you did drank, drag a limp, armed body into the, 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 the farmer's market. Uh, just, put, just put it out there. That was the thing that I happened. have to admit, I kind of assumed some kind of adult was going to take care of that. I mean, maybe if, if, <laughs> if, if, if... I will be completely honest with you. If none of you show an interest in it, that will absolutely have happened.
2: But... Well, you know, Goss, Gaston is some sort of adult. That's <laughs> true. So sort maybe, of some sort of adult. Maybe we should um, frame my getting this guy to the proper authorities as a reduce heat action.
1: Okay. Okay. Ooh. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, so he Are is... Are we sure
3: that they aren't the proper authorities?
1: I mean, that was kind of my question
2: too, is like, do we turn people into the cops? Is that a thing we do?
1: No. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean don't, I don't think Herc does. <laughs> Gaston is not also also not technically with you. Yeah, that's also yeah. true. Like Gaston I mean, going and do it makes complete sense. So far, Hark...
2: I mean, it's like this dude was stealing the goats, so it, it's not so much like necessarily going to the authorities as like, you know, the people whose goats were stolen. It's like, hey, this is one of those guys who is stealing all those goats. What do you think? Uh, what you know? What what should we do with him?
1: Oh yeah, I mean that was basically what Herc was going to end up doing if he had to do yeah. you it. Know? So, yeah, uh, Gaston, when you get to this guy, he is, uh, in rough shape. Um, again, dragged over cobblestones behind a a careening carriage for some distance. Uh, he, his, uh, one of his arms is, and one of his legs are both sort of hanging at a weird angle. Uh, he's breathing, but his breathing is ragged. Um... And it looks like even like everything, every exposed portion of his body is starting to bruise up, basically. Uh, that ride was real, real rough. He is thoroughly unconscious at present. Breathing but unconscious. Um are you are you getting someone else's attention to him? Are you attempting to move him somewhere? What is your plan here?
2: I was talking about taking him to the proper authorities or whatever. Maybe I just... Maybe I just prop him up on the wagon. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like, put the reins in his lap, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Are you... Is your intent to give him mobility in this way, or are you framing him for the cart wreckage?
2: I I mean, both.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Like, if, if he wakes up, you know, he can maybe get the horse to take him somewhere, but then also people aren't like, hey, how'd this cart get here? It's like, oh, well, this guy maybe got there somewhere, you know, and everybody will have seen the cart, careening around wildly, so the fact that he's all busted up probably won't raise too many eyebrows.
1: Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh give me I don't even know what skill that is. Um
3: is that I, my gut reaction here is that this is like the way Spider Man leaves
1: criminals all trussed up with like <laughs> <laughs> the uh-huh. on them. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is absolutely the case. Yeah, what 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 sort of action do you think you're rolling here, Gaston? To see if you can reduce heat in this fashion.
2: Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to figure out what would be the more appropriate... What would be the appropriate skill? Um...
1: I don't even know. <laughs> um, you can give me a fortune roll if you want. Uh, if you my, just... my
3: gut is finesse.
1: You think so? Finesse.
3: To, like, tie it up and make it look like it was meant to be this way and not, mm-hmm. like, you tied him up this way or whatever.
1: Okay, maybe. Maybe. Okay.
2: All right. Um, Why don't I push myself for this to get an extra die, then? Uh, it's It's controlled, though, right?
1: Yeah, well, so this, yeah. Whatever you do, because you're doing a downtime action here, uh, whatever you roll is going to determine how much heat come off. Uh, The downsides of this are going to be fairly minimal. So controlled is a pretty good analog. I don't know if it's actually in those terms, but yeah. The blowback's going to be pretty low. Cool, so that's a three. So you reduce the heat by one. Okay. So we are down to three heat. Cool. And the, the me pushing
2: myself was all part of the master plan because now I can indulge my vice and I won't risk overindulging. Okay. <laughs> cool. Definitely thought you were
3: going to say, because now I trauma out. Now <laughs> I trauma out.
1: Later! Um, just, just, just sidle off the scene. Um... um Get cool. an extra XP
3: trigger, like what's not? Yeah. To love? yeah, great. We'll get there.
2: But uh so I've got six stress now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um my my uh vice was quiet contemplative meditation because I f- I thought that was like a nice juxtaposition of the sort of like go with the flow chaos agent way that I've been playing him. Now I I forgot though before that like I need to have like. A purveyor for vice so i figure there's probably a specific like temple he's been going to most of the time to uh to like meditate at
1: okay um what what if it's like what if it's because your whole deal is that you're like you sort of you go with the flow you're not tied down to one place what if it's mm-hmm. like a very a specific set of circumstances or like is there some, cord- some kind of like animal that appears like some sort of s- some sort of like something that is necessary but like ephemeral, right?
2: Well, I'm I'm trying to hew to the mechanics of the game it requires you to have like a specific purveyor for your vice because one of the downsides you can have if you overindulge is you get cut off and need to find a new
1: yes um but w- what, what new, i'm saying is that if you had like an albatross that you had to like come into contact with and hmm. that was your spiritual release okay and then that albatross got like caught and was about to be eaten by sailors i right? see
2: yeah I don't know about an albatross necessarily, but. Um,
1: no, that was just an example. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe there's. Let's say there's like a stray cat that Gaston's befriended. Okay. Since I like uh, that. arriving here at the island, so like the cat sort of like, shows up and Gaston gives it some food, and then the cat scampers off, and he follows it, and the cat takes a nap, and where the cat's napping, he'll sit down and. Meditate for a bit.
1: So it's like a Ghost of Tsushima situation.
2: If you say so. I haven't
3: played that. <laughs> it's the Stray Cat and Citizen Sleeper.
1: Ah, there you go. There you go. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh... After having trust this... This assailant up... Uh... You, uh... Sort of get the feeling you usually do when there's that when your your spiritual guide of a cat is around somewhere, Um, and sure enough, what's this cat look like? How obviously weird is this cat?
2: I think the cat is. I mean, it's it's a stray. I think it's probably um, got like a sort of a marbled black and white. Um, coat that's not necessarily distinctive but like it's only got half a tail maybe okay um you know it, it's definitely li- been living rough but
1: okay okay
2: it also it also like it, its coat is nice you know it it doesn't look like emaciated maybe it had a hard life earlier on, but it's looking like it's taking care of itself.
1: Okay. Okay. So it's a, uh, it's a fairly good looking stray with some obvious, like it says missing half a tail. Right. Um, but it seems like it's in pretty good shape now. Like it's, it's, it's adapted well to its street lifestyle.
2: Yeah. And I, that's why I'm sort of thinking is like maybe it had lived somewhere else and then started away on a ship and got here. Cause like you've got all these shrines and stuff. I bet there's a lot of offerings that get left out that.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah. This cat. Yeah. This cat definitely eats like every, I imagine fish is a pretty common offering right here on the islands. Yes. I'm, I'm sure uh, this cat does very well on fish offerings. And probably some goat milk stuff. Cool. Yes. Uh, you look at this cat. Uh, it's. It does it acknowledge you? Like, is this a thing that it knows it's you? The two of you are doing.
2: I think it maybe like meows.
1: Okay. Yep. It'll do that. It'll,
2: uh, agno- it'll give a, a cursory acknowledgement.
1: Okay. So it's not like. You're not the high point of its day. It didn't come here for you. No. Y- you just happened to be here when the thing was happening. Yes. Okay.
3: Does it do the thing where it winds between your legs to, like, rub its body against you?
2: Not even that. I think it just okay. happens to be walking by, like, on a fence or something.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's making its way down the, down the docks. Uh sees you, acknowledges your presence in that way that cats do, right? Um, and then disappears down an alley. You follow it and you find somewhere that feels momentarily, at least very spiritually connected to you. Um, and, uh, feel free to indulge your faith advice now in this alley on the docks. There you go. We are rolling amazingly well for these vice rolls, people.
2: Back to four. Back to four. Stress.
1: Cool. All right. Um, who still has downtime actions they would like to take? I I think uh, Doc does. And yeah, I, I has... order another
4: round of cranberry juice slash goat milk slash red 7-up with cherry juice.
1: So whatever yeah, whatever this is. Can you imagine cranberry juice and goat milk? Ooh. And just like yeah. the the terrifying chemistry contained therein.
4: And at the end of the night I'm s I'm shooting for stumbling home or stumbling uh in there on the bar, like singing old drinking songs. I was gonna with say you've
2: probably got fermentation going on in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It's real gross. Real <laughs> gross. It's curdling and fermenting at the same time. <laughs> Great I'm imagining this is like a, an eight year old kid voice singing singing inappropriate songs deeply inappropriate mostly medically accurate songs
3: <laughs> singing what would you what do you do with a drunken
1: sailor well there, there's probably that, but there's also probably like you know like something you picked up at not medical school right like <laughs> Something, some, some drinking song from that crowd too.
4: Yeah, some drinking song. Sorry, yeah. good. Okay, now I'm just saying, like we don't we don't have air quotes Dr. uh, Armstrong's backstory, but uh, like it's got to be something adjacent to vaguely unsavoriness, right? Mm-hmm. Like some sort yes. of yes, you yeah, know, like woven related <laughs> psyops yeah yeah so uh I sing poorly with this guy uh and uh yeah we have fun and hopefully I roll better on my um indulge vice roll let's see what is that so, are you Check. kidding me? did I just roll one again <laughs> <Yeah>. you absolutely <laughs> did
1: uh unforgiving these dice tonight um
4: yeah, you are just... Faking the whole thing. Yes.
1: It's so stressful trying to for, trying to like thread the needle that you have left for yourself here, where you are a child pretending to be an adult, but also actually an adult who's trying to just get some booze, but no one will give it to you. <laughs> right?
4: That was never actually a child, perhaps. Yeah, so...
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh... But I imagine you like, like, you can't walk out arm in arm with this guy like singing sea shanties into the night because he's too tall. I imagine.
4: Oh, what's the very nice lady that runs the farmers market that gives us food sometimes? Hold on a second. Tabitha. Yeah. Tabitha. I also imagine that Tabitha at some point is just like Mrs. Tabitha done with me, and like you know, ushers me off to bed or something like like sends me to the barn they equivalent up there over or over something or Like
1: that would be so uh, i i want to clarify are you talking about riven the barkeep who gave you the drink or are you talking about actually tabitha the farmer's market matron because that would be hilarious if yeah was, like found you and was like
4: no child this is inappropriate <laughs> for you y- yes you like i like i'm not sure Drag dragged me out by the ear sort of thing but like Oh, you know, hey, this is great. You know, let's take you here. These goats in the barn have something for it. it just locks me in there or something.
1: Yeah, Tabitha, yeah. Tabitha, and and Riven exchange like knowing looks across the bar. Like this is a thing that happens not irregularly. If not with you, then with somebody, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, she'll walk you out of the bar and over to the the livestock pen that was being used by by. Uh, the kid earlier here and find a nice, soft straw bed for you to to pass out on because you are so stressed out. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. Um, Azul, I, re- I believe you still have one remaining?
0: Yeah. So, I kind of want to do something with all the metal bits that I picked up from the Scene of the crime, okay. Okay, so I kind of first of all get a refresher about what exactly I picked up.
1: Um, so the scene you picked up, oh, yeah, because uh, Doc did something with the like ma- a magnet jar or some nonsense, yeah. Right? Okay, um, yeah, so you have like some some like belt buckles and some badges. Some badges of rank that you haven't seen before uh, that came off these guys. Uh, maybe a couple of, like, knives and just some, like, coins and stuff. Um, weird bits of detritus, some of which are immediately worth money because they kind of are money, and some of which look like they might be valuable in other ways or something flippable. Azul, Azul's immediately going to look at these and be like, I could sell that to somebody, I'll bet.
0: yeah. Uh, I guess. I want to talk to one of my friends about the whole badge things. I I have, no, I have no idea what these are for sure.
1: Okay, cool. Um. Tell me about your friend.
0: Uh. Well, I think so. After the the fire. Uh. She was temporarily taken care of by one of the firefighters. I don't know if they have, like, a you know, just a volunteer group of people or just one of the people on the bucket chain or whatever they have for firefighters in this town. Uh, there was a person by the name of Mandra, okay, that took care of her for a little while, but was not, you know, well enough that they could suddenly adopt another kid, so she still had a go out on her own. Okay, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, I imagine uh, around here they take fires pretty seriously. Lots of ships. Um, not a whole lot of places to go if the islands were to catch fire. They probably take them fairly seriously. They, Mad, is it Mandra? Madra? Sorry. Uh, Mandra. I, I forgot the inn in my notes here. Sorry. Um, this person is probably a, like professional firefighter to some degree okay um maybe they were just conscripted to it or whatever but it it would be a profession probably for those who did it on the island i would guess okay cool um yeah so man manner took you in for uh, like helped you get back on your feet after the stuff with your family i guess is what i'm hearing right
0: yes okay
1: um is this an older person? Is this like a what in your in your do you have a mental image of Mandra?
0: Not really. Okay. Um No, yeah, I didn't really have any kind of mental images of the person.
1: Okay. Uh you Okay, so I'm gonna say that Mandra's probably in my head, Mandra's a middle aged dude. Um in pretty good shape because he's hauling buckets of water everywhere probably. Um, he does have some scars from probably fires in the past. And, uh, when you get to the, I guess, firehouse? Sure, we'll call it a firehouse. Um, he is, he is happy to see you. He's always happy to see you when you show up. Um, are, do you have a, a, a relationship with any of the other people who would be here? Or is it just Mandra? Like, are you, uh... A, an urchin mascot to some of them, or are you a nuisance? I
0: think I think she's on good terms with the people that are there, because I mean, they, they obviously know her, but she is also, you know, still a street urchin, so at arm's length.
1: Okay, okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you walk in uh, like you belong here, and nobody makes an immediate... Move to prove otherwise And Mandra's where he Let's say where he's where he usually is He's back like cleaning the fire Hooks or axes or something Right Um, Making sure everything is prepared and and how it needs to be And as you walk up There's a big smile across his face Says, Ah Azul How are you My my little one
0: Hey Mandra I had some problems I need some help with
1: oh oh well show me what you need Uh, he's putting he's like literally just dropping the things that he's doing to help
0: you yeah I think she's real fidgety about this um Mm -hmm. and she pulls out the one of the badges that she picked up and had a run in with these guys don't know who they are you help me
1: huh and he pulls he, he he will take the the badge you offer and 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 pick it up and look at it and sort of turn it over and you can see he's thinking He says i i have i have seen this before yes uh, there is there is a company of mercenaries here on they come from the mainland but they 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 operate here sometimes they They have been responsible, and you can see his face shifts to a very, like, disapproving, not of you, but, like, the thing he's about to say makes him very mad, right? Like, they have. They have started some fires here. Is that both a
3: euphemism and not a euphemism?
1: Probably. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know how. I think uh, Mander is probably pretty literal in most of the things he's saying, right? Like that That's just the kind of person he is. So, uh, literally they started fires, but they also are a source of problems, generally speaking. These are some very dangerous people, little one. You should not be mixed up with these. We should... Get rid of... And he's, he sort of, like, reaches for the other badge if he knows it's there. We should get rid of these.
0: Uh, I think she only presented the one. Like,
1: okay. We should get rid of this before it draws attention to you.
0: Uh, might not have one. Uh, um,
1: he seems genuinely worried. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, they stole something of a... Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Vascar. Vascar. Vaskar. Still Vascar's stuff, and we got blamed. Gotta stop him now.
1: You should not be... Someone else, you should let an adult deal with these... These people. They are too dangerous, and they will not hesitate to do you harm.
0: I tried once, didn't succeed.
1: And you can see that he's both like he's worried and kind of exasperated but like can he's he's consigned himself to the knowledge that like okay this is how Azul is and she's going to get back into trouble right <laughs> yeah um and that you can read that all over his face um you need to be careful you should go sell this or throw it in the ocean i care not but do not do not go looking for trouble with these people they are dangerous and they they will hurt you and he sort of pauses for a second uh, and hands you back the badge and he says where did you get that
0: uh, was it, it was just an alley off the farmer's market right
5: yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was closer. To, it was a little bit closer, actually, to the nicer part of town that you'd take your walks in yeah. sometimes. Yeah.
0: All right. You hear about the the cart racing through town the other day?
1: <laughs> His eyebrow sort of cocks up. That that was you.
0: Not me, but yeah, it was related. Happened there.
1: You should really be more careful. That seemed very dangerous. Luckily, it started no fires.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real careful with fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Does he know about your abilities?
0: I have to imagine that he, she probably confided in him when she was younger.
1: Okay, I get. I, I have the. I have the feeling he doesn't like them very much. He doesn't hold them against you, but they—they they are like a sense of or a source of strain in the relationship, yeah. right? Um, yeah. You know you should be keeping those under control. Have you been doing the breathing exercises?
0: <laughs> Every day. Just floss my teeth too.
1: Look, you need to lose this. And he sort of points to the badge again. You need to lose this, and you need to stay as far away from these people as you
4: can. Wait, now, now I'm curious. Does flossing your teeth help you prevent starting fires?
0: Mike, <laughs> do like you floss? I just, it's one of those things that you lie about doing every day,
4: right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yep. okay. I missed the subtext there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, QED, man. None, since my record is legally sealed for being a child. Yeah, you got me. So,
1: yeah, he he mostly seems worried about you. Um, it, uh, what are you trying to get? I guess I should I should ask. Like, what's what's your goal here?
0: I, I mean, at least to the name of the mercenary company. Okay. Um, okay. I'm guessing he's not going to be giving out a location where they might stay. He might be a little too uh, quick on the uptake for that one.
1: Yeah. Um okay yeah uh the uh, after a little he he starts um going through the like the things that you talk about with a a, an adult right that is sort of feels responsible towards you um Mm -hmm. are you eating where you sleeping right now can (laughs) we um and uh in that period he does talk to you if you push a little bit he will talk to you about what those are and it's it's he says the the symbol of the stone serpent mercenaries and you can see now like the 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 it is a sort of shield badge with a snake on it um and if you'd squint maybe that snake's made out of rock like okay i can believe that um and your impression is he doesn't think very highly of them, but he does think they are pretty dangerous, right? Uh and the uh the um I think the name Stone Serpents probably rings a bell for you, actually. They're they're they are involved in the underworld around here on occasion. Like the kind of things you might hear, like whispers of at street level if you don't like get stabbed by them directly uh but yeah I don't know how much you how dialed in you would be to those sorts of things if that's a thing you think you might know we can maybe make a roll for it but um yeah you've heard of them you know they're scary uh you know that they're from off the island uh you don't know why they would want a bunch of goats offhand.
0: Yeah, I think that she wouldn't know too. Enough to, you know, a know to stay away from these people.
1: Um, I've got a question here. Have we ever heard Baz talk about them? And the answer is maybe, but not in terms of like... Like there's no... Baz has no like operational details about them. They are... If you've heard Bazo Boss talking about them, they were purely an obstacle or something he should be worried about. Um, but not anything he ever had a plan for, right? Or any direct association oh, with. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, Adam, since you are using your downtime action for this, though, if you want to try and gather some information, uh i can probably make that happen i mean are you using your downtime action for this or is this just a side yeah okay
0: no no i i think uh, i want to sort of get us a, a lead for the next part of our okay okay yeah
1: um so with this information that you've gotten um you could press uh you could press sorry i lost i ran a, i went down my nose you press mandra again uh for more information, or you could go find somebody else and see if you can take that information to them and see what they can tell you.
5: That DD podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at thatdndpodcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or ScottHolmesMusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin C. M. Bieta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.